first, let's do the first 12 verses. Gracious God, I thank you and praise you for this moment in time. Have your way. Speak to the hearts and minds of your people. Somebody needs you in this place. And I admit I need you myself. Show up. Touch somebody. Move on our behalf as we've come to lift your name high. God, I ask now that you would grant me supernatural strength to stand and to declare this word. I am weak, but thou art strong. And I thank you for holding me up with your hands. Now, God, we ask that you would allow everybody who is tuning in, everybody who is under the sound of my voice to hear your word as we deliver it. And let us allow these truths of your word to be grounded deeply within our hearts. And as we hear this word, we thank you for what you're going to do. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. <clears throat> John chapter 18, beginning at verse 1. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook of Kidron, where was a garden into which he entered and his disciples. And Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place. For Jesus oft times resorted there with his disciples. Judas then, having received a band of men and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, cometh there with lanterns and torches and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them, Whom seek ye? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus saith unto them, I am he. And Judas also which betrayed him stood with them. As soon then as he said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Then asked he them again, whom seek ye? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. If therefore you seek me, let these go their way that the saying might be fulfilled which he spake of them which thou gavest me, have I lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Then Jesus said unto Peter, put up thy sword into the sheath. The cup which my father have given me, shall I not drink it? Then the band and the captains and the officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him. We thank him for the reading of his word. I want to 
lift up for a thought this morning, victory on display. I want to talk about victory on display. What, what does victory look like on display? So today I want to uh, celebrate this Palm Sunday and I want to do it by reflecting on John chapter 18. Today our minds uh, reflect on how the Lord triumphantly came into the city of Jerusalem. He came riding on a donkey as it was preordained that he would come riding on this untamed donkey as the king. However, his kingdom would not be as people thought it would be. It would not be the model of an earthly kingdom or a kingdom of this world. His kingdom would usher in a different kind of kingdom, a, a heavenly kingdom, a kingdom of heavenly origins. It would be a kingdom of Holy Ghost power. And divine order the people look at Jesus as there is a great parade coming through the city they take off their garments and lay them in the road waving palm branches as Jesus passes through the way shouting one uh, to another as they go about celebrating the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, God save we pray. God save we pray. Blessed is he who cometh in the name of the Lord. And they waved their palms and as they were waving their palms, you must understand that they were declaring victory because the palm is a symbol of victory. See, see, I want you to know that as we come today, we come to celebrate victory. Uh, see, see, I need you to understand that, that the embodiment of victory rode through the city. Jesus is the embodiment of victory. Jesus is our ultimate victory. I want you to know it because Jesus owns the victory. He has the victory. Jesus will always have the victory. And if you examine the life of Jesus, he is the perfect picture of victory. When you look at the life of Jesus, you see victory on display. Now, now, I want to stop right here because I, I need you to understand this morning that when we, the people of God, are in the earth, that we have been left here to be the light of the world. That because we are in connection with Jesus, covenant with uh, our Lord and Savior, we ought to be going about as the light of the world. Oh, come on here. And I often tell you, we've not been called to be the laughing stock of the world. We've been called to be the light of the world. And we've got to make sure that as believers, we are shining brightly for Jesus. Come on. We, the people of God, have been called in this hour to lift him up on every end everywhere we go we ought to make the name Jesus known I love this because as you look at the text here you see a Jesus who demonstrates victory on display 
He is a picture of perfect victory. How many of you understand that when you look at Jesus, you look at victory? Oh, come on here. Uh, why you ought to praise him this morning because you here are a, a people of victory because you are connected to him. Jesus is the source of the victory of the saints. Somebody lift your hands and give him praise, honor, and glory right there. Jesus shows us here in this text uh, what victory looks like. Now, now, what I want to do is to suggest to you as the people of God this morning that we are to be uh, pictures of victory in the earth. That we ought to be putting victory on display. That, that it is not the will of God for you to walk around like a loser. Oh, come on here. You got to get this. I said it is not the will of the Lord for him people to walk around acting like losers oh yeah when, when you got the hand of God upon your life it ought to show in the way you live when you got victory you ought to display it in your life Oh, who am I talking to this morning that says God make my life a picture of victory on display Come on, you know, the enemy loves for saints to walk around acting defeated. He wants you to hold your head down and never act like you got any victory. How many know, though, if you got God, you got victory? Somebody give him praise right there. <clears throat> The word of the Lord shows us something here because when you understand that you are connected to a victorious savior, then it ought to be demonstrated in the way that you live. And I love this because God has given victory to his people. And when you know that God has given you victory, you ought to walk like it, talk like it, you ought to act like it, you ought to live like it. Somebody give God a shout of praise right there. Oh, come on here you're not just to be a rough side of the mountain say amen you're not to walk around here looking like you're pitiful amen you got power you got the hand of God upon your life you ought to look like victory come on you ought to put victory on display come on this is why amen it's hard for some people to draw anybody because nobody wants to be a part of a defeated team oh come on here but when you belong to the Lord Jesus you're not on the defeated team you're on the victorious team oh come on and give God a praise right there come on give him some glory <clears throat> the Bible is clear here and I want the people of God to get it because God wants you to know that he has put his hand upon your life and because he has put his hand upon your life everybody that's in your vicinity ought to know that you belong to him oh come on here victory is is is, is crying out even when you don't feel like it even when it doesn't look like it because being a winner is not circumstantial being a winner is grounded in your source come on here when you are a winner it doesn't mean you don't have challenges when you are a winner it does not mean you don't have losses being a winner is a disposition that says I trust God and I will not 
bow to defeat. Oh, come on here. I'm tried, but I'm not defeated. I'm challenged, but I'm not defeated. I'm tested, but I'm not defeated. I'm opposed, but I'm not defeated. Come on, winning. Come on, having a winning disposition is what God is calling you to. So this is it here. I want you to get this by the spirit of God. God wants you to have a winning disposition. And, 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 and a winning disposition is what it really means to walk in victory. Come on here. Because it, you understand that there are going to be some challenges in life. Come on. When you hear me say all we do is win, we're not trying to uh, ignore the fact that in life you have challenges. In life you have losses. What we're saying is that our disposition come on is settled in a God who cannot lose and even though we've got stuff going on we keep a spirit that says we are not losers and ultimately we're going to win come on before it's all over we're going to wave the flag of victory he is Jehovah Nisi somebody give him praise somebody give him glory Somebody give him honor right there. And so God wants us to be a victorious people. Yeah, because when we are victorious, then we are properly representing him. God is not a loser. Jesus was not a loser. And when we stand up in victory, we show the world what Jesus is like. So I want to look here at this text because as you look at it, you see a clear picture of what victory looks like. You know, sometimes, you know, if you want to do a thing, you need a good picture. Come on, you know, has somebody ever tried to explain something to you and you, you know, they're, they're explaining it and you think you got it. But you say to them, do, do you have a picture? Is there a diagram? Is that there's something I can look at? And so this morning we have victory on display. That if you want to know how to walk in victory, this this day, this Palm Sunday, this text here shows it to you. Come on here. You want to walk in victory, you gotta model your life after the life of Jesus. And see, this is why we got to get back to lifting up Jesus because he's the main thing. Come on, you can't get stuck on these other things. Come on, we got to get off the secondary and get back on the Savior. Oh, come on here. That's why Jesus has got to be lifted high. So, so this is important. Now, when you look at the life of Jesus, you see victory. The Savior is our source of victory so so the text shows us here that 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 Jesus is now uh, getting ready to come to the final hours of his life 
And I want you to get this because we are uh, working now on this Passion Week and we're coming down to the final moment where the Lord of glory will offer up his life for the sins of the world. He that knew no sin became sin for us. He that knew no sin became a sin offering for us that we might become the righteousness of God. God gave us his best when he gave us Jesus and that's why you ought not be stressing over the rest of that stuff. If God gave you Jesus, there ain't nothing else God can give you. If God has already given you his best, baby, you ain't got to worry about the rest. Come on, the Bible says he's already given us his, his son. And if he is not uh, already, if he's already given us his son, he can also through Jesus freely give us all things. So if he's giving you his best, what's a healing? What's a miracle? What's setting your daughter free? What's healing your mind and touching your house? If God has already given you Jesus, come on here, everything else is possible. <laughs> he's giving you his best. You can get the rest. So this is it right here. Jesus is now coming down to the last moments. The great God of glory has sent his son. When man could not get to God, God came to man. Wrapped himself in the likeness of flesh, sinful flesh, and tabernacled among us. Notice he didn't come in sinful flesh, but the likeness of it. He came in a human body like a man. Come on here. Thus he is Jesus, the God man. 100% God. 100% man. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. God revealed to us. See, I need somebody to get this because this is where we start going wrong when we miss the doctrine that Jesus is the son of God and being the son of God, he's God. Come on here and I need you to get this here. Jesus is God and that's why the Bible said when they ask him, show us the father and, and we'll be satisfied. Jesus said, look at me. Who you think you've been looking at all this? time if you have seen me you have seen the father for I am the father I want I am the direct expression of the invisible God come on here I'm giving praise he's the God man come on that's that's basic to our faith we serve the God man so we need to get this. He's so much, he's so much a man that when the when the when the storms are raging, he's asleep on a pillow. But he's so much God when they wake him up, he speaks to the storm and says, Peace be still <laughs> see see that that you can't just do that come on he, he, he he's so much amen he's so much of a, of a man that 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 that, that 
said he hung his head and he died but it was so much God that on the third day he was raised again come on I need you to get this here he is the God man come on he is not an ordinary man he is the God man the anthropos he is the God man he is God with us let me show you this though Jesus now the God man is coming to his final hours now what you really have will be on display when you under pressure you talk all day I'm this I'm that and then you know the, what's really in the tube will come out when you squeeze it <laughs> Under pressure, under pressure now, uh, if you really victory, now this going to be the hour that I'm going to see it. If you don't have no victory, if you just acting like you got it and all of that, we're going to see it in this moment. But, but I need you to see victory on display. <laughs> the text says that, that Jesus uh, is now on his final hours. And, and, and the text says here in verse 18, when he had thus, when he had spoken these words, when he had spoken these words, what words? The words of, of chapter 17, John 17. When he got finished speaking these words, you know what was spoken in John 17? It was the great high priestly prayer. Come on, now, now I just want to suggest to you what victory on display looks like. If you want to start displaying victory, these are things that, you, that we can recommend to you through the text. Let's start with number one here. And number one, we're going to pick up in 18 and 1 when he had spoken these words. He is referring to the prayer that Jesus had just prayed in John 17. And number one, what I want to tell you here is if you want to display victory, come on here, you have to remember to never stop praying. Don't stop praying under pressure. You might be under pressure, but do not stop praying. Prayer is still a good remedy for all of your pressure. Come on here. If you can pray, you can defeat any problem. This is what I'm telling you here. We prevail through prayer. Now, now I need you to get the seed. See, the reason the enemy doesn't like uh, prayer is because prayer is the way that we connect to heavenly help. Come on here. Prayer is, 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 is me humbling myself to receive heavenly help. When, when you pray, you display divine dependency. <clears throat> Father, I stretch my hand to thee. I'm depending on you. Come on here. If I could do it, I'd do it. But I got sense enough to know that my life was not designed for me to live it on my own. So Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, then where shall I go? I'm calling on you because you are my help. You are a very present help. You are an unfailing help. Come on, you are a sufficient help. And I call on God in prayer because he is my 
my help. Do I have anybody that'll give God a shout right there? Prayer, petition, petitions, heavenly help. Prayer will give you victory over every problem. And you know what I love about prayer? It'll leave you with peace in your inner man. <laughs> Who am I talking to? That said, even if the storm don't cease, my spirit is experiencing a calm. Come on here. Now, now, now the old saint said it this way, blessed quietness. Holy quietness. What assurance in my soul. Come on. On the stormy seas, he speaks peace to me. Come on here. That's I'm talking about in him a job, in him a work. When you can pray, God can provide you with inner peace. Oh, come on here. And sometimes the warfare has not blown over, but prayer has made it all right. Lift your hands and open up your mouth. I'm giving a shout of praise right there victory on display baby one of the reasons I know I got victory is because I'm still talking to the victory source oh come on here I'm hooked into God I'm talking to him and I know that God will come through for me <clears throat> look at what he says here Jesus is has just finished with these words he had just finished praying. And when you're under pressure, you need to keep praying. Come on, don't forsake prayer and start running after people now. You better keep talking to God. I know you're talking to them, but you better keep talking to God. Because when them get tired, you're going to need the Lord. You need an ear that don't never wear out. You need an ear that never grows weary. You need an ear that never grows tired. And the ear of God is turned towards his people. And not only is God's ear turned to you, his eyes are watching you. Lift your hands and give him praise right there and give him glory. Come on here because the enemy wants you to think that because you're having such a severe problem that there's no need to pray. The devil is a liar. Man ought to always pray. Saints ought to always pray because the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous still avail much. Some doors don't open because we don't pray. Some things don't happen because we don't pray. Come on here. Isn't it amazing that when the disciples were out there on the ship, they were doing everything they were doing, trying to dump the water out of the boat because the storm was raging and Jesus was right there on the ship sleep on a pillar isn't it amazing they went through all of that the winds blowing the storms raging and Jesus never did anything guess what until they called him when they called him he got up and handled it because prayer gives God an invitation into your situation and when you give God an invitation into your situation it's a wrap (laughs) 
So the enemy wants you doing everything but praying. Come on, hollering, screaming, you know, all that self-effort. Pray. All right, so this is it. Let, let's move further into the text. Num number two, uh, let's look at victory on display. Those who would have victory on display must know that what comes against them will not ultimately win. You got to know your opposition will not ultimately win. Now, now look at the text. Jesus knows that Judas has gone to betray him. Now, now this is something here because he already knows that Judas is getting ready to mess up. And Judas is of the worst kind because he comes and has dinner. He comes sit at the table. But he, he's a good actor because I know he's a good actor because the text said when Jesus said to the disciples, one of y'all dipping your hand in this dish, <laughs> going to betray you, betray me. Come on, the text said, all of the disciples said, Lord, is it I? Come on, why didn't they automatically know it was Judas? He was a good actor. And Jesus knew he was going to betray him and didn't even bust the joker out. Didn't even call his name. When they said, Lord, is it I? Let old Judas slide. But he knows that Judas is going to betray him. See, see, what is it that, 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 that's moving Jesus? He knows that Judas will do his mess, but he won't ultimately win. See, and this is why some of y'all... Some of y'all stay in trouble. Some of y'all stay confused. Amen. Because you got to get this point right here. I don't care what they do against you. When God's hand is on you, your opposition will not ultimately win. God going to let them talk, but just for a season. God going to let them do their dirty work, but just for a season. Let me tell you, the progress of your enemies is temporary, Lord. I wish I had my strength. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> I said the progress of your enemies is only temporary. He knows Judas, but he knows that Judas can't win. Because when you're in God's will, you will ultimately win. Come on. This is why some of y'all can say, I'm not falling apart. And people be telling you stuff you already know. Oh yeah, I already know that. Don't even worry, you don't even have to keep bringing that report. Come on here. Because <laughs> you can treat folks so good, they'll think you don't know. It's called maturity. <laughs> Come on, I know you're messy, but I'm mature. Come on here. And I'm not going to let your messiness stop me from being mature. <laughs> oh, 
So, so Jesus knows God's hand is on him and he knows what his future is. I'm going to get up. And the Bible says this, that, 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 that Jesus, knowing what Judas was going to do, that he had set up to set him up, he was hoping to find Jesus off guard. He was hoping to find Jesus, hallelujah, in a place where he didn't know what was coming. But God had already revealed to Jesus what was about to happen. Come on here, Jesus already knew it rather what would happen. And this is something here you can't de ultimately defeat what God defends I need somebody to grab this here in the Holy Ghost you've got to remain confident that in God you're going to ultimately win and that's what Jesus had working for him he had already said you might knock this temple down but in three days come on after you try to destroy it I will rebuild it again come on here they may fight you but God won't let them finish you. There is always a win attached to walking in God's will. Jesus is doing the Father's will. And this is what I love. You don't have to stress over the wicked when you walk in God's will. Sometimes it may look like evil is prevailing. But God's already got a date to shut it. So this is it here. This is it. Keep remembering this. I want you to take this away from this. That the progress of your enemies is only temporary. That when you've been favored by God, you have no need to fall apart. Jesus knows that he will be arrested. But after it, amen, he is going to arise. Come on here. This is something here. He knows that he would be buried. But after the burial, he was destined to bounce back. He knew that they would drop nails in his hands and his feet. Oh, but guess what? After the nail driving, God was going to do something new. He would be seated again on the right hand of God with all power in heaven and in earth. That's why you got to praise God right there because God wants you to know that what's opposing you will not ultimately win. What is fighting you does not have the final say. Your opposition might be making moves but God holds the final move. Somebody lift your hand. Open your mouth and give him glory right there. Now this is something because the third thing is that when you want to put victory on display you must understand the importance of standing up to your challenge. Now, now this is verse 2 here in 18. And Judas which also betrayed him knew of the place Jesus comes to the garden of Gethsemane John doesn't give the name but we know where he's at he's in Gethsemane about to be a battle for this is the tale of two gardens and in the first garden called Eden there was a man named Adam he was sinless too but when the devil came against him in Eden, he flunked the test. 
and God raises up another man in another garden and gives that man another test fighting the same old devil and the devil that had whooped Adam in Eden was about to face victory in Gethsemane. I know what you did for the first Adam, but you can't whoop the second Adam in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, it was there in Gethsemane that God gave him the victory after he prayed. He said, not my will, but let thy will be done. Come on here, how could he face Calvary? Because he had settled it in Gethsemane. Look at this here. The text says that Jesus came to Gethsemane. He comes to the garden, John calls it. But we know it is Gethsemane. In fact, the text says it is a familiar place. He came because he had been here uh, many times before. He and the disciples had been there. He knew that Judas had gone out to betray him. So look at Jesus. Now, this is what victory looks like. He, he, he knows that Judas is going to get the brothers and bring them back to take him down. Uh, so, so look at what Jesus does. He comes to a place where he knows it's going to be easy for Judas to find him. Come on here. Now, this, this ain't no normal stuff here because if you know they looking for you, you be ducking and dodging, you know, especially if they ain't looking for you to bless you. Look at this. But Jesus says, I'm going to make it easy on Judas. I ain't going to run. I'm going to go to a place where he can easily come find me. Come on here, because I got to show these saints what victory looks like. That, that victory does not run from opposition. Victory does not run from challenge. Come on, don't, don't miss that. Judas comes and Jesus is in a familiar place. Come on here. Because when you've got victory, you don't have to run from challenges. When you have victory, you don't have to retreat from the enemy. Come on here. They may view you as the underdog, but God sees you as the overcomer. Like David ran towards Goliath. You've got to stop running from your opposition. Come on. Some things you'll never conquer until you have the guts to confront. Come on, I need somebody to grab this in the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, I ain't running. Come on, some of y'all have run from all kinds of stuff long enough. Running from fear, running from this, running from that. Oh, baby, it's time to stand up to that giant and confront him. Greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. Somebody lift your hand and give God a praise right there. So look at, look at the text here. Jesus uh, says to, 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 to us through this text that whatever you have to encounter, God will equip you for it. That you are anointed to confront the attack. That your anointing is not designed to run from it. You're done. Your anointing is designed to run over it. Come on here. 
So, so this is it here. So, so God didn't want you running from devils. God wants you shutting them down. Come on here. I ain't running from devils. I've been anointed to reign over devils. Come on here. Why you running when you ought to be reigning? Come on here. So, so, so this is something here. Because in this hour, you got to stop running, rise up in the Holy Ghost, and start reigning. But look at the fourth thing here. Your, your opposition, this is the next thing I want you to get. You got, you got to understand if you want to display victory, you got to remember that your opposition will often confirm just how much of a threat you are. Your opposition will confirm just how much of a threat you are. And there's something here that, that, that the text says Jesus uh, uh, is in Gethsemane and, and he's in the garden and, 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 and that Judah shows up with a band of men, officers, chief priests, and Pharisees with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Who they coming to get? <laughs> All that? For one man. Come on here. See, see, because your level of attack. Come on, if you if you really watch your level of attack, it'll tell you a it'll tell you a lot about the greatness of your assignment. I know I'm on to something great because what's coming against me is not, come on here, it's not normal. It doesn't fit. Oh, come on here. Come on, it, it doesn't look like what it should look like. Little old me. Oh, guess what? But God got big things in store for you. Let me tell you something here. You got to grab this in the Holy Ghost that, that Jesus shows us something here that the chief priest, the Pharisees, come on here, all of the men come there with torches and weapons and lanterns. Come on here. They come looking for Jesus. Come on here. A large number of men. Come on here. But can I tell you this? God says, even when you see these situations coming against you, large numbers of things trying to come against you at one time, you remember that I've got great things in store for you. Come on here. Don't, don't let the attack come on here make you bitter don't let the attack make you bitter I said come on here allow it to prophesy to you come on allow what you're going through to prophesy to you come on here because there's a message in the attack if you were not really going somewhere the devil wouldn't need to do all the mess he's doing but when he throws everything at you in the kitchen sink baby you ought to know that God's got something greater in your future lift your hands open your mouth and give God a shout of praise right there who am I talking to you going through some fierce attacks come on here you got a lot that's been launched against you and you're asking why so much some of you got a whole lot trying to come at you all at one time but God doesn't want you to worry because when you obey God 
God. Come on here. He will help you to win against the enemy. Lift your hands and praise him right there. The fierce attacks are just a confirmation that you are still God's anointed. Lift your hands and praise him. Open your mouth and thank him. The attack is often a reflection of the greatness of your assignment. Somebody give him praise right there. The fight is really prophesying to you just how favored you are. The devil is scared of what you'll get your hands on. And that's why when you're going through a lot, you can't let it come on here, get to you. You got to hold on because God's getting ready to give you something to say. And if you can make it through the tight place, God's going to bring you to a greater place. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and thank him right there because the attack is not greater than the assignment. Lift your hands and praise him here. Open your mouth and thank him here. I want you to understand that the attack is just confirmation for the great assignment that God has for your life. Somebody give him praise. Now I need about three or four of you that say it's been a whole lot, Pastor. It's been a whole lot here. Come on, I ain't told nobody, but it's really been a whole lot. I just need somebody. You've been going through a whole lot. You've been hit with a whole lot. The enemy been coming against you with a whole lot. To go ahead and praise God for your victory right there. Baby, because God is only conditioning you for something greater than what you've ever put your hands on than what you've ever experienced in your life. Somebody give him praise right there. God doesn't want you to worry about your warfare. He wants you to worship him in it. Lift your hand and put a praise on it right there. I said that last week. The favor of God will frustrate your enemies. Oh yes it will. They got to bring a lot because they don't know what's going to happen to you. What you going to be able to do what's gonna happen with you what God gonna do for you come on they sing God make ways for you and when they set a trap come on here God used it to do something mighty somebody give him praise right there come on here some of y'all are under multiple attacks but guess what it can't stop your ministry lift your hand open your mouth and put a praise on it right there He's making your ladder greater than your beginning. And Jesus looked at them, all of them, that they were standing out there against one man. And when the devil sends all that firepower against one man, you know you will favor somebody. When the devil sends all that firepower against one woman, you know you will favor somebody. Lift your hands and open your mouth and give your God a shout right there. Because I'm talking about victory on display. And I want the enemy to know I might be hit with a whole lot of attacks. But the hand of God won't let me go. Oh, come on here. And what you thought was going to bury me. 
God's allowed it to ultimately bless me. Lift your head, open your mouth, and give your God a shout right there. Come on here. I come to tell you the fight against you is not greater than the future that God has for you. Lift your head, open your mouth, and praise him right there. You know you on your way up. When the devil got to do all that, you know you headed somewhere. When hell has got to fight you so fiercely, lift your hands and praise God right there. Come on, thank him. Come on, praise him. The pressure, oh, come on here, is just prophesying my promotion. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Where are the praises at that will grab it in the Holy Ghost? Come on here. The more of them that come, come on here. The more of them that rise against you, the more of them that fight you, come on here. It's just an indication that God got something powerful for your life. Do I have a believer that lift your head and put a praise on it right there? Somebody give him praise. Come on here. Say my challenge is just confirmation that I'm a threat to the gates of hell. Oh, come on here and lift your head and open up your mouth. Sometimes you feel like you're nothing. But let me tell you, hell already knows that the hand of God is upon your life. And if the devil could stop you midstream, he would try to do it. But you got victory. And the victory you got, you've been anointed to put it on display. Lift your hands right there. For a thousand shall fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. Lift your hand. Open your mouth and praise God right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Hell is raging because I'm headed somewhere. So this is it, number five. You must remember who God says you are in every season. Verse four, Jesus sees them out there holding the lanterns, the torches, and the weapons. He sees all the boys. But he ain't no chump. They looking like they scared. You got the weapon. How you got all the stuff and scared? And he Walks up to him. Now this is this is a champion here now. Uh, th- th- this is warrior stuff here now. All y'all that looking for so meek and low, no, that this ain't the day. Th- this this is the champion Jesus. 
walk up on the boys and say, who you looking for? <laughs> this is the hood version. Who you looking for? something here now. The champion Jesus walks up and says, who are you looking for? They said, we're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am he. <laughs> now they really scared. Because this ain't how we expected to find him. He ain't running, he's acknowledging, calling his name, asking the questions, doing the interviews. Look at this. Jesus says to them, I am he. Now, now, now the original Greek, Jesus says to them, I am. Come on, it's the same thing that, that, that God said to Moses in Exodus 3.14. Come on here, that Jesus is making connection to his divinity. Come on here. Come on, I, I, he, he says to them, I am. Come on, I, I need you to understand who you're dealing with. See, see, and I want you to get this because, because see, in the moments that you are going through, you can't forget who God told you you are. The devil is hoping that when you go through afflictions, you forget your identity. I don't care what your dilemma is. Do not forget your divine identity. Look at this. You got to hold on to who God says you are when all hell breaks loose. Come on here. Even when you're facing warfare, God has declared you're still a winner. Life gets vicious, but you are still a victor. Come on here. More than a conqueror. This is what the enemy don't want you to know. Ain't nothing changed. I'm still who God says I am. Who believes the report of the Lord concerning your life? Come on, say, I am who God says I am. <coughs> Come on. The enemy doesn't want you to know it, but you are who God says you are. Your God-given identity does not change with the wind. Your God-given identity and blow away with the storm I want you to know who you are in God remains with you in every season you are a victor you are a more, more than a conqueror you are a joint heir with Jesus you are God's beloved and can I tell you that challenges may come but you are still more than a conqueror you will face some battles but you are still God's beloved see I love the text because Jesus knows who he is he knows he's the God man he knows his assignment he knows his identity and he doesn't let come on their attack make him back away from his identity and let me tell you something don't let the attack make you back away from your divine identity 
identity. You are still who God says you are. Come on, that's why I bless him right there. I am who God says I am. And it doesn't make any difference what you take from me. You'll never get my identity. That's why it don't make no difference what they call you. Come on here. They can't change who God has ordained you to be. Call me what you will. I'm still what God says I am. Lift your hand. Open your mouth and praise him right there. Come what may. Do not forget your identity in God. Now this is it. Number six. I've got victory on display here. So I always understand and acknowledge and hold on to my divine identity. But, but number six, you got to remember that if you want to have victory on display, that you got to know that God is powerful enough to handle everything coming against you. Now look here, look here at the text. The, the Bible says this. That, 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 that as soon as Jesus said to them, I am he, they all fell backwards on the ground. Come on now, this is something here. Even Judas, who was standing with him, got knocked on his back. <laughs> he didn't get that joke at the table. But in the garden, Come on, this is what I could have done. This is how I could have carried it out. Come on. If I didn't choose to submit. Come on here. Because see, I want you to understand, Jesus said, ain't nobody taking my life. I lay it down. Come on, I'm talking warrior talk today. Warrior talk today. That, 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 that victory on display. The, the, the Bible says that, 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 that Jesus, amen, after he said the words, I am, that they fell backwards to the ground because this is it. The Lord knows how to throw what's bothering you on his back. I wish I had somebody that would grab it in the Holy Ghost. We got to go here. But as a symbol of who Jesus is and what he has the potential to do when he announced who he was those that came upon him including Judas fell backwards come on God knocked it flat on its back Judas and all of them fell flat on their backs and can I tell you when Jesus made the announcement who he was his power sent a memo to his enemies that they couldn't stand against him somebody praising he's working with so much power that none of them could really handle him. All of them would be in a mess if he wasn't willing to submit to the process. The truth is come on here, that, that God could have tore it all down. Come on here, but guess what? He chose to obey the will of his father and can I tell you that, that no matter what is coming up against you. Oh, God's hand is on you. And when God's hand is on you, hell 
don't can't win against you. Somebody give God a shout or praise right there. What God has placed upon your life is far more powerful than what's coming against your life. Somebody give him praise right there. God knows how to knock down everything trying to take you down. I need a praiser that'll put something on it right there. Everything trying to break you, God can put it on his back. Everything buffeting you, God can knock it on his back. I need a praiser right there who trusts God because you know that he has the power to take down everything that is coming against you. Look at his victory on display. Baby, the reason I'm just lifting my hands and praising him because I know that God is able to take everything coming against me and put it on his back. Somebody praise God right there. Come on here. This is it. You've got to get it resolved in your heart that power belongs to God. God is ultimate power. And when you've got Jesus, you've got everything it takes to make it in this life. Everything without Jesus is ultimately nothing. Don't miss me now. I said everything without Jesus is ultimately nothing. Jesus with nothing is still everything. Jesus makes the difference. Ain't nothing changed. Jesus is still enough. Trust God. Because when God gets ready, the old saint said when God has seen enough and when God has heard enough, hell can't stop him. Lift your hand. Open your mouth. He knows the day. He knows the hour. He knows the time to put it on his back. I need a praiser right there that'll praise him and thank him. Don't stress. The Lord can keep you safely and securely. If you trust him, watch him put it on his back. Somebody praise him right there. Sickness on his back. What's fighting your home on his back? Coming against your ministry on his back. Lift your hands right there and give God a praise. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him honor. Whatever it is that is trying to rough you up, God can put it right on its back. So this is it. This is it. And I'm closing. The text says this. Next one is that you don't let what they do stop you from being who you are. Come on, don't, don't let people get you off your game. I don't care what they do. Come on. I do what I'm called to do. Come on, and I have met all kinds of people. I'm telling you what, people you don't even know why, I mean, why they upset. What you, you know, you ain't done that to them. Find reasons. But I'm going to keep being me. Uh-uh, no, I preach. I preach if they look in their pocketbooks, if they fire their nails, if they want to write out bills. I preach. I'm called to preach. Ain't nobody going to stop the preacher from preaching. I, I just throw out seed. I throw out the book. I be throwing it. Come on, uh-huh. If they get up, I, you know what? I be hitting them in the back with it. 
when they going out the door, seed be thrown. stop you from being who God called you to be just because they can't get with it now this is the text pastor where in the world is that the text Jesus is the healer Peter in his haste looks and sees the man grab Jesus and grabs his sword and cuts the man else. Jesus recovers the man's ear and puts it back on. Now, now, now this is something, because some of y'all, I'm telling you, some of y'all say, uh-uh. You getting ready to come arrest me? Come on, you be looking down at your ear. Jesus is a healer. He can't look at a man with a bleeding ear and stop being who he is. Even though the joker doing him wrong. Now this ain't for immature saints because some of y'all gonna get them tick for tack they do me I can show them I can, sh I can show them how it's done now come on see see and this is gonna be your next level test right here I'm telling you because the enemy is launching stuff and I'm telling because I've seen this all kinds of stuff I'm telling you people that try to damage you and do stuff against you Come on, but always keep your heart pure before God. Don't let them change you. Come on here, don't let them rob you of your reward because everything you do for God, heaven is recording it. And God's going to bless you as you continue to honor him. Come on here, and you, you love them even when they don't love you back. Come on, and I'm telling you, I seen people, I mean, dog me. Come on here, and you know what, God? Put some in my way where I got to do something for them. I mean, lay me out. And I got to step in and rescue. And don't you say nothing. Come on here. Because see, when you, when, you, when you start maturing in God, you got to be all right. Because you know what I found out? The people that know you, know you. Yeah, people that know you, they know you. They know a fool too. <laughs> and sometimes you got to be comfortable with people saying things about you and you not having the opportunity to give your little side of the story. Uh -uh. So you got to live so your character speaks for you even when jokers are speaking against you. Come on here. Some things I say, you know what? People that know me know that's foolishness. 
so I'm not going to let a fool make a fool out of me. Come on here, and God will make it so that that, that fool, you'll have to feed him next week. Keep your heart pure before God so that no matter what they do, you don't stop being you. Come on, Jesus, put the man's ear back on. Look out in this hour because God's going to bless some of y'all because you're doing hard stuff. Your flesh don't want to do it. But you know it's what God requires of you. And Jesus, even though John doesn't say it, the other gospel writers say he put his ear back on and you've got to keep being what God has told you to be. You've got to keep doing your ministry. Keep walking in your call. Keep loving everybody. Keep carrying out your divine mandate. Keep walking out your purpose. And baby, God's going to bless you real good. And this is it right here. Always remember that you want to surrender to the will of God. And Jesus let them take him on in because he knew it was the will of God. And this is it, Willie. You've got to surrender to the will of God. Your victory is connected to your surrender. I need a praiser right there that'll give him a shout. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him honor. Somebody give him adoration. Come on here. You are chosen for the challenge today and no matter what comes against you God's going to take care of you and Jesus knows it's going to be a long week oh yeah Jesus knows it's going to be a rough time Jesus knows that the weight of the world is upon his shoulder but look at victory on display with all he knows he says take me in I'm going to drink this cup if the father had prepared it for me I'm going to drink the cup and can I tell you whatever God allows to come your way he has also anointed you to overcome it if God doesn't remove the cup he's giving you the grace to conquer it lift your head open your mouth and put a praise on it right there now I'm done this morning but I just need about 15 people that are giving glory for victory on display for victory on display for victory on display I want the devil to know he don't have no chump he's got a champion in the spirit and I'm going to operate in victory I'm going to put victory on display when the storms are raging I'm going to manifest victory on display I need somebody to grab your praise and give God a shout a praise right there because today is the day that you ought to renew your dedication to display victory in your life you don't have to spend your life bringing up the rear you don't have to spend your life wallowing in defeat you don't have to spend your life at 
acting pitiful. There is power that's been provided for the people of God so that you can put victory on display. You've got the word of God, put victory on display. You've got the blood of Jesus, put victory on display. You've got the power of the Holy Ghost, put victory on display. Somebody praising, somebody thinking, we are sometime like sheep. We are killed all the day long. We are like sheep headed for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more, we are more, we are more, we are more than conquerors. I want you to remember you are a part of winner's circle. You are a part of champion's court. And I'm closing now. And all we do is win. We are the hooper, not KO. We are the super conquerors. Lord have mercy. And all we do is win. Is win. Is win. Is win. Is win. Is win. In warfare, we win against the wicked one. We win. You might have to cry in the room, but when you come out, put on victory. Put victory on display. Because in the end, you win. The fight has been fixed. The winner has already been declared. And you're it.
God has given you the victory. Why not put it on display? Let your disposition reflect victory. Let your walk and your talk reflect victory. Let your ministry reflect victory. Put victory on display. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. As the praises are going forth that there's one that doesn't know the Lord, you can know him today. Get up from where you are and come on to the altar. <laughs> 